0: Hello and welcome to the Musty Creative Podcast. I am your host, Jesus, and I am joined by my friend and yours, Michelle. Hello, Michelle. Welcome to the program. Thank you. We are the Musty Collective, creatives on a journey to better storytelling. Thank you for joining us today, even though it's Musty in here. Today, we are going to talk about the Zizzle writing competition and what you can do to submit your story. It's actually a really cool thing. Last year, we wrote two short stories. Michelle wrote one, I wrote one. Yes. But we didn't submit them to any writing competitions. That is true. And it's not because we want to be like, oh, we're great. But it's just the idea of like a deadline, forcing us to write something Mm -hmm. that we're, you know, if we get a prompt or we don't get a prompt and kind of getting us to be more professional in the sense of Writing for a specific audience, writing for a specific set of demands, and keeping the time frame in a certain way.
1: Yeah, I know for me, deadlines help a lot with my productivity. Um, if I don't get a deadline from somebody, it's like, eh, I could do it later.
0: Yeah. It's so it's a fun way to just get started and get involved. And so we want all of you as well, if you want to, to join us. You can still uh, put in a story, and we'll, we'll talk about those details coming up. So anyways, let's start the show.
1: this is a two-part series about the sizzle competition but we can't actually share our stories with you until after the competition is over.
0: Aw, man!
1: Yeah, so we will be sharing part two of this series in May which is pretty far off.
0: Yeah, it's Um, when the winners will get announced. Yeah. So, when we know that, you know, when we didn't or did did get in mm-hmm. then we could probably share the story
1: if we get in can we share the story
0: probably not
1: because uh, it would have to be for the book yeah and then once the book is published we can read from the book
0: yeah so I guess if you're really want to hear our stories you will probably root that we lose <laughs> <laughs>
1: or unless you're very patient people yes but yeah sorry to make you guys wait But it's exciting.
0: It is very exciting. But, you know, the whole idea here is that, you know, why is it good to write short stories? You know, what's the purpose? What purpose do they serve? Mm -hmm. And there's a couple key things here um, that I wrote down here. So short stories are great ways of sharing important ideas in a brief amount of time. Short stories can be just as impactful as novels. And to me, I think back to when I first started to get into storytelling, reading books like Corduroy. Or the little engine that could. Hmm. Or even reading smaller novels, um, so that, you know, I'm, I'm forgetting the names of them at this moment, but I, I'm remembering English, ninth grade. <laughs> There's a book about Lenny, and y'all out there are probably saying the name of the book, and it's it just blanked out of my mind.
1: I have no clue. But it
0: was only like a 100 page novel, mm-hmm. but it was just one of those, but it was so impactful at the same time. Yeah. So, anyways. You know, having short stories, and I think short stories count for like less than 10,000 words or something like that, are just amazing. Mm-hmm. And they're definitely a part of our society. I know now as adults, we think of just novels, uh, you know, novel series, a series of novels. But starting with short stories, I mean, even one of my favorite uh, writers of all time, actually, is Hans Christensen Anderson. Hans Christian Anderson, And he wrote short stories like The Snow Queen... And which became Frozen. Mm -hmm. So you can actually tell really awesome stories that don't have to be in full novel form. Yeah. So the other thing was that short and flash fiction are the door opener to the world of literature. And again, just like I talked about, that's how I got involved. I didn't start reading a book. And I'm sure the rest of you didn't start reading books or getting involved in stories by reading 400 page novels or 800 page novels. If you did, then you're probably really smart and you don't need this podcast. But (laughs) if you didn't, if you're like me, you know, you started with small books, your parents reading to you short stories. Yeah. Also, writing short stories allows you, the writer, to hone your writing craft without dedicating yourself to a huge novel project. And that's really key to me right now because (laughs) I'm in the middle of a novel project. Yeah. And... I just want to write some more stories just to kind of like get something done and feel accomplished, but also exercise the writing process without having to say, oh, okay, I can only do it within my novel.
1: Yeah, that's true, because it's hard when you're working full time and you're trying to do creative projects on the side. It just there's just not a lot of time. So when you can write short stories, it does make you feel like really good about yourself and exercise that muscle and then, also, another thing um, I wanted to add was that if you are interested in writing screenplays or novels, um, treatments are a form of short storytelling and it helps to preview the full idea for your story so you can actually share your idea quickly with publishing companies and agents.
0: That's a very good, very good point, Michelle. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. And so, what is this? competition that we're talking about This is not an ad we're not sponsored by them but hey maybe we can have on the program that'd be pretty cool uh so this is zizzle literary flash fiction contest so it's open um and the first prize is a thousand dollars
1: a whole thousand dollars that's
0: that's a good that's a good chunk of change right there and the entry fee is only five bucks so I've seen a lot of competitions out there, a lot of contests, and they can range to be actually a lot more expensive. Some can be free, obviously.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I think I like to pay for something so I know, hey, this is going to something like they're trying to hold themselves up to a certain standard, but I don't like that it's really expensive. Yeah. So five bucks is perfect for me.
1: There's also, uh, I don't know if it's they still have it on there, but they're waiving the fee if you can submit along with a friend.
0: That's right. Yeah, so I if think you during are the month of February. Broke, yeah
1: you can get away with not paying the $5 fee.
0: True. Zizzle Literary is, just to talk about this company a little bit, is an anthology book series that aims to bring parents and kids together to foster a lifelong love of reading. Uh, they publish literary fiction that uh, that's for kids from age 12 and adults as well will all enjoy. So mm. I thought they are really cool. They seem like a really cool company or like a small book publisher, you can actually go online to their store and buy some of their you know, some of their books which are just a compilation of short stories, I'm assuming from their contests. Yeah. So I think actually it's a really great idea.
1: It actually reminds me of a um a thing I used to do when I was like around twelve. But um, there was this website called Poetry.com. I haven't checked it in a long time, so I don't know if they're still doing it. But you were able to, like, submit poems, and then they would put a compilation of similar poems together in a book, and you can purchase the book and have your poem published in a book, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Somewhat similar. Gives you a chance to maybe be a published author, mm -hmm. if that's a goal of yours.
1: Yeah. So if you guys have a short story in mind and you want to submit your story to Zizzle, Go to zizzlit.com.
0: Yeah, so that's Z I Z Z L E Lit I L T dot com. All right, so we yeah, we just highly encourage you to, to try this short story competition. Um actually a couple more details that I forgot to mention earlier is that the amount of words you have to write is not that much, which is another reason why I really like this competition. <laughs> so the minimum is five hundred words, the max is a thousand words. So that's this is a really great competition. Only five bucks. The max amount is one thousand words. That's like an easy two pager for you. Mm-hmm. You can definitely do this.
2: Yeah.
1: Actually, various dialogue prompts that they give you on their social media accounts um, that you can start with and you actually have to include the dialogue within your story somehow so a character has to say this dialogue and um, Is it at
0: the start or is it anywhere? I
1: think it's just anywhere. I'm going to do mine
0: at the start. (laughs) Just
1: to get it over with?
0: (laughs) Well, no, just to make sure, because to be honest, I'm a little worried about that. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, I don't, yeah. I mean, we could check the rules again, but I think it could be anywhere. Um, But it's just interesting because I never realized how much more effective dialogue prompts were than just regular prompt questions. Until I read this chapter today from a book called How to Write Everything by David Quantic. And it's in chapter three, um, books I'm publishing. Um, So I just wanted to read like this little section real, real quick. Yeah, go ahead. How much of an idea do you need before it really is an idea? I send myself incoherent notes like man is woman. Um, he cusses in this book, so I'm going to use veggie words instead. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: I think that would be best.
1: Okay. He says, I've got three precepts, and this leads us to one of them. When I get an idea now, I try to put down as much as I can quickly. I usually have some idea about the characters. Instead of writing, man is woman, I'd write something like, she turned out to be a he, and I didn't mind. I write it as dialogue because then you're illuminating the character. When I started writing, the idea was that when you came up with a character, you wrote a biography of the character. He likes opera. He grew up in Baggingstoke. By the time I finished, the character was deader than a Victorian stuffed animal. Hmm. But if I can write one line of dialogue that comes from that character's mouth, that reveals something. Then I've got them. And they're alive. The second precept of character is if you get a good name for the character, you're halfway there. So they were really just emphasizing the importance of just coming up with one line of dialogue, which was really cool that they had these prompts. um, Because it it really helped me. Like, right when I got my prompt, I came up with, like, several ideas.
0: Yeah, same for mine.
1: Um, So the dialogue prompts that they had were, It's not what it looks like. Just imagine. What a time to be alive! Um, I chose it's not you, it's us, because I wanted Wait, to. Wait, can you
0: say that one more time?
1: <laughs> it's not you, it's us.
0: I I felt that was a very weird one because usually it's it's not you, it's me. Yeah. I've never heard the us part.
1: Yeah, that's why I thought it was interesting, and because I wanted to write a comedy, I felt like this was a really good setup for it. So right away when I read the prompt, yeah, I got like seven ideas. Um, But I chose the one that stood out the most to me and ended up coming up with something that I'm pretty proud of. Yes. Hopefully others will feel the same. Um, But my short story is entitled Subatomic, and the tagline is, it's all about perspective.
0: Yeah, I... I guess it's about chemistry. That's the only thing I can think of.
1: I can't say. Can I say? I don't know. How secretive is this?
0: I don't. I don't know because you can't. You you can't um, publish it somewhere else. You have to. It has to be unpublished work. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't want you to be canceled <laughs> from okay. being able to be a part of the contest. Mm-hmm. But that sounds interesting i i guess like i said now that i'm seeing one and two maybe again the the what's the model that's for chemistry the table
1: the table of elements
0: table of elements i think that's what it is that's what i'm thinking periodic table the periodic table thank you michelle Wow, I am, my brain is <laughs> brain is dead. I gotta stop watching so much YouTube. But that's what I'm thinking, and there's some kind of funny little twist there. With oh, if we separate, we actually become helium or whatever, something like that. I don't know the periodic table, so if you're a chemist person, I'm sorry, I apologize.
1: <laughs> what about your story?
0: All right, so let me grab my writing journal. And essentially, I I chose the prompt, I quit, with an exclamation point, which gave me a ton of ideas, but I'm still in the early stages of the development, so I will just announce my list of ideas based on this prompt. <laughs> so yeah, I have a bunch of them. So I was like, basic stuff like, I quit baseball, I quit school, I quit my job, right? Those are like basic ideas that, like if you do from a kid perspective, right? So... Again, we have to write for a certain audience. So, if we're writing for kids and families, maybe it's like a story about a child who's like, "I don't want to do baseball; it's too hard," or "I quit school because I'm getting bullied," or something like that. Um, I quit telling jokes was another idea that maybe, like, maybe a sad clown, <laughs> like he quits. And and here's the other thing: another reason, like, people are like, "Why are you guys recording this, anyways?" It's just you guys, you know, saying ideas out loud. Well, recording this means I can come back to it. And if I say something good in this show, because I'm I'm not reading a prompt or anything. I'm just saying stuff off the top of my head. (laughs) I can come back and be like, hey, that was actually a really good idea. And write that back down. (laughs) So record yourself. Anyways, uh, I quit depression. Maybe get into like the Hmm. nuance of it, of of life. Uh, I quit. He's hurting me. That's like the next thing. Um, I quit. It's too hard. I quit being keen. Maybe something there. That may be kind of generic. I quit. I don't deserve my life. Maybe something, again, like more on the harder scale of things. I quit breathing. What? I, again, I'm just, I was literally like going off of like some peak doctor advice of like, oh, just write a bunch of ideas down. Like when you write one or two ideas you think are good, write 10 more mm-hmm. and you'll find your best one. Um, I quit my life. I quit my dream. I quit the talent force. Which was supposed to be like some kind of sci-fi thing. Michelle's like,
2: <laughs> that's a bad idea.
0: But I think the ones, the ones that I'm, the I guess the one I'm really looking at, or I guess two, a couple of them is I quit this relationship. Oh. And and again, it's I like quit, and then it's about a relationship, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or I quit my dream. Stuff that really kind of hits home. Hmm. And then the last one, which I may go in this direction because it, it's so hard hitting and it would be a good family angle, it would be I quit being a father.
1: Oh, crud. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad.
0: Yeah. Oh, and there's another one, I quit being crippled.
1: Well, that sounds hopeful.
0: That might be hopeful. but. And so I start just thinking about different ideas, trying to go out of my comfort zone and see what kind of stuff I'm looking towards to do. And then I start I'm, I want to start going down the path of like what genre I may want to get into. Like, is this a crime story or is this an edu- Like is this a, a social drama, like a family drama, which most likely that's where I will probably go. Or is this like a redemption plot of some kind? Hmm. So those are kind of the things I'm bouncing around in my head. What do you think so far?
1: I kind of liked the Falcon, or what was it called, the
0: the Talon Force. The
1: Talon Force. Oh, I
0: thought I thought based on your facial reaction, you didn't like that.
1: No, it was just it just sounded so strange. I made that face, but I didn't make it because I didn't like it.
0: Oh, okay. But I
1: was like, that sounds very specific and interesting.
0: Yeah, I was trying, like, I was trying to throw in one idea that isn't like human, Earth, generic stuff. Yeah. More like something that's like what. Yeah. Out of this world. Mm-hmm. I try to include one of those ideas. I don't think I'm going to go for it, because I would have to world-build, <laughs> like, a whole lot.
1: No, I think... I, I like it. I don't... The... I quit... Well, what was it? I quit being... A father? Well, that one sounds depressing. I don't know. I mean...
0: Here, you it, can you can look at the for, book.
1: It's for kids.
0: Well, again, it's like... It's also for families to... The, yeah. the idea would... I don't I don't know. I don't want to say the idea yet, but... You know, there would be something good in the end. Like, I, I think, yes, it's for children, but I think it's important for children to know the hard lessons of life, too. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important as well for them to understand how hard it is to be a good parent.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And also maybe for kids who struggle with the fact that they don't have a father, maybe they can see, not to empathize with the character, but obviously maybe they can find some solace and in, in in a story that's about something that they've gone through. Yeah. Because most of the time we focus on the kid that was left behind and there's just a deadbeat dad on the other end. It's kind of a mystery.
1: But you don't really know what's going through the dad's mind.
0: Like what would go like my my initial idea, I'm not saying I'm going to do this, but my initial idea was what would the mind of a father be who's ready to leave his family
2: hmm.
0: right like i know that we sometimes think we know about that like oh he's just being selfish he he's just being a jerk and it is, and i'm not saying like we should empathize but it you know it's kind of like going through the mind of a villain but the villain is a person who's leaving his family
1: mm-hmm.
0: that sounds really bad <laughs> i don't know if i should write that but
1: that's really deep um I don't know. I mean, write what you want to write. Whatever inspires you the most. But I think.
0: But I have to do it within a thousand words. So I have to. Yeah. I have to tell. Don't like, get
1: too deep. Yeah,
0: I have to go. Like I have to tell a story that goes up and down. Yes. Right.
1: I think the crippled one is interesting. Maybe change it to handicapped, because then that could apply to a lot of people and situations.
0: That's a good tip. I like that.
1: So it could be a mental handicap or a physical one.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. The, but this to, to quit.
1: It could, ev- it could be I quit seeing myself as handicapped.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. So
1: it could be like an encouraging book for people who are, and they look down on themselves for not being like other people, and it's like encouraging them to believe in themselves and to do the things they want to do even though.
0: Well, how about it's I quit being handicapped.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's framed as a crime story. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah.
1: As a crime.
0: Oh, it's a it's a crime story. So it's like either, um, it's a thriller, or it's a like a vengeance, revengeance plot. Again, I only have a thousand words, so maybe I should just be careful. <laughs> This episode is kind of like all over the place, maybe. Well, not all over the place, but we might sound like we're all over the place with our ideas. But we're just kind of brain farting out to you, uh, Musty Collective. But we hope that you have your own ideas and you share them with us. Because if you also um, publish a story or share a story and and if you win or lose, it would be great to have you come on the podcast and share your story with us. So, Please share your stories and let us know if you submitted to the Zizzle Literary Writing Contest. On next week's episode, we have two very special guests on the show. You might have heard their long-running show, Adventures in Odyssey, on the radio. There, there's so many names, honestly, uh, attached to this show. I, I grew up listening to a show. I still listen to the show. But they do such a great job. Um, writing the show, and it's it's from a religious perspective, but they tell such great stories that are exciting and thrilling, regardless of you know your background. But these two people have been a part of Avengers: Odyssey from pretty much the beginning, I believe. And so we're gonna have Phil Lawler and Paul McCusker on the program. So it's gonna be really exciting, and it was a, it was really fun to talk to them, and it, it was kind of like talking to just like old writing heroes of mine. So if I could have talked to like C.S. Lewis, or if I could have talked to Hans Christian Andersen, then, or Brian Jacques, like it would have been, it was like that. And they had a lot to say about writing and storytelling. And so we can't wait for you to hear this interview.
1: Mm-hmm. Really exciting. And if you want to be featured as a guest on our show, email us at themustycreative at gmail.com and tell us your story. And thanks to our monthly supporters for helping us make this episode of the Musty Creative Podcast. If you would like to become a financial supporter of the show, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash mustycreative and help make this show even better -er.
0: Yeah, we have our first tier, and our first tier pretty much gets you in to access everything. It's $1 a month. So if you have a dollar to spare a month, and you really like this program, we really would appreciate you going to Patreon and becoming a supporter. We thank you very much, though, to our patrons who are already a part of the community. And that's all we have time for today. So remember to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and find us in, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And now it's time to shower up.
2: gives them a satisfaction they couldn't get any other way.